Welcome back to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe, and I am on my own again today, but not for long, because today I am joined by author Allie Hazelwood. Allie is the author of the smash hit sensation The Love Hypothesis, and her latest book, Love on the Brain, just hit shelves this week. Allie was such a delight to interview. She's so warm and kind, and I cannot thank her enough for joining me to talk all things B and Levi. This is the latest book in her Steminist universe where a scientist is forced to work on a project with her nemesis, and it has explosive results. So keep listening to hear my interview with Allie Hazelwood. Welcome to Read It or List It. I'm here today with author Allie Hazelwood, author of the smash hit, The Love Hypothesis, and her latest book, Love on the Brain, which is out this August. Welcome, Allie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. I am so excited to chat about your new book and just get to know you a little bit better. I feel like you totally took the book turnet by storm last summer, and I can't even imagine what that was like, but now you've sort of established yourself as like a full-time author, even though I know you have a million other things going on in your life, (laughs) Um, but between the novellas that came out this year and now Love on the Brain, like what has this that past year been like for you? It's been um, nuts in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. It's it's truly been amazing. I um, I actually, you know, right now I just got here from DC. I was in DC in, in DC for a Polycon, which is oh, this yeah. con- right. It's this amazing romance focused convention organized by uh, JLA Jennifer Armentrout, and uh, it was just you know, amazing. It, it's just an opportunity that I never would have had before, mm-hmm. um, you know, last year before publishing a book. So I'm really just, um, I don't know. I am, uh, I want to say verklempt because I truly don't know how to express yeah. uh, how great You're riding the high right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's Especially- exactly where I'm at, where I am. Um, I think so many authors that I've spoken to recently with being able to meet readers in person again, it is just, you know, writing is such a solitary activity and so is reading sometimes. And I think the reason why things like book talk and bookstagram and booktube have become so popular because it makes you not feel like you're alone. Um, so I saw lots of pictures from a polycon and, um, I'll be catching up on everybody's blogs and experiences later today, but that's so exciting. Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself. So maybe someone who has not heard of you yet, (laughs) what are some things that you would like to share about yourself? Um, I feel like the thing that I love to tell people about is kind of my journey to writing. Um, I uh, started writing pretty late. Um, and I started with fan fiction. I uh, and I kind of still consider for my, consider myself mostly a fan fiction writer, probably because <laughs> even if I'm not explicitly writing fan fiction, I I still get like most of my inspiration from uh, movies and TV shows and yeah. you know other books that I read. I, I just get really obsessed, and I think that's part of why for me it's been, you know, what we were just talking about right now, it's been so cool to be able to connect with readers and with other authors. It's just that I, I've always been 
very much of a fangirl and I get mm-hmm. really obsessed with you know a book that I'm reading or a show that I'm watching or um you know a specific thing in popular culture and uh, you know these these in-person cons give you the opportunity to meet in real life people who are just like you and yeah. that's that's just amazing but yeah so I I started writing uh, um about five years ago with fan fiction and then um, I moved to traditional publishing uh, with the Love Hypothesis, which is, again, um, like you were saying, it's a it's a rom com uh, uh, set in uh, um, STEM academia, uh, where a biology PhD student, uh, um, you know, fake dates her professor. And uh, after that, I have published about three novellas um, that are about three engineer friends who find love with their professional rivals and enemies, and then. Uh, right. So like you were saying, that was about a year ago. And now my my third book is coming out, Love on the Brain, which is about a neuroscientist. And uh, yeah, I am just like kind of a, a little bit of a ball of anxiety. Like, would people like my <laughs> second book? <laughs> Will they hate it? I feel like that second book, Anxiety, has to be so different than a debut. And I was actually oh. talking to Emily Henry last week and I was like who are your favorite debut authors and she was like honestly I kind of would rather highlight authors with a backlist because a debut is the sparkly shiny thing that you know everybody wants to put the attention on but you know not always is the debut the only thing that an author will ever do and Mm -hmm. uh, your writing process I assume had a change between the two because love on the brain was contracted so you had more deadlines and all of that 100% I actually was kind of lucky because uh, my my road to publishing was a little bit rocky um I went on submission with the love hypothesis uh, um when the pandemic started and Mm -hmm. uh, it was like publishing kind of completely slowed down and not a lot of books were being acquired by editors and just like for people who are not uh, who might be listening and are not super into uh, the in and outs of publishing, being on sub is basically when your literary agent is pitching your manuscript to editors and to different mm-hmm. publishers. And I have to say that, um, so that was kind of uh, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, suffering on sub, I guess, because I, I bet. Got to, it's like, uh, it's a lot of rejections and just yeah. a lot of silence. And uh, I was on sub for, I think, I don't know, but like six to nine months. I I don't even remember. It was a long time. Um, And then I, in that time, my agent was like, you know, I think the fact that this book uh, was an adopted fan fiction, because again, I don't know if I, if I, I said that I started with fan fiction, but I don't know if I mentioned that my first book, its first version was a fan fiction. And Mm -hmm. she was like, you know, I think that might be uh, part of the reason why people are not uh, super interested. So let's just write something original. So I kind of wrote my second book and I had a complete manuscript of my second book by the time uh, The Love Hypothesis was uh, was bought by an editor. At that time, we were basically like, you know what, just not going to work. Uh, they're not going to... Uh, they're not going to buy the book. Um, and uh, we're, the, the Love on the Brain is going to be my first book. Mm. However, I did have to write my third book after The Love Hypothesis came out. And uh, um, it's absolutely different to write once, um, you know, the reviews are in your head, for mm. example. Um, I have to say that I, um, 
I've learned by now not to not to read them. Like it just you know reviews are not for me. They're for readers. They're for I you know, know other it's readers. It's so to- hard though. <laughs> it's very hard. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I started with you know I had to block a bunch of websites. Uh, just yeah. like I literally had to be like, okay, Goodreads is not for me. Um, I'm gonna like use this app, self control. <laughs> oh, gosh. Which- I used to have to use that when I was in college. <laughs> same. It's the same app that I use uh, to like block uh, um, or that I used. Uh, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but like I used to block it Twitter. Mm-hmm. To I, I used I used it to block Twitter uh, because I just wanted to not like go there whenever I would get stuck in the middle of a paragraph while I was writing. Uh, my my first uh, instinct was to just drop the writing and go back to social media and just do something else. So I had to use it for for social media app and then I started uh, for social media apps, yes. And then I uh, had to use it for um, just um, review sites. And now I just kind of got out of the habit of reading reviews and that was mm-hmm. just kind of a good thing I think for me yeah no I always tell people that I mean I'm an actor so I I I totally understand the rejection and um other like art is subjective so obviously everyone's going to have an opinion on it totally but you know there are because people always ask me like oh like I want to start a book talk or a bookstagram and like what are some of the rules and I was like there's literally one rule don't tag authors in a negative <laughs> review because you know it's yeah. just how would you feel if someone walked into your job knowing nothing about you or how you do it and just dumped all of this on you and like I think I saw I don't remember who it was maybe it was Alexis Daria someone was like the book is written I can't change it it's, <laughs> it's out there so I yeah. appreciate it but this you're what you're saying is for another reader it's not for me I can't fix it Unless, of course, it's like, you know, important things that we learn in like language usage and stuff like that, that you can apply to. Um, totally and I I think it's I mean first of all like I actually just met Alexis in person for the first I, time this uh, weekend I'm obsessed with her I love, I love her, her so much she is so cool she is literally so cool I am like I'm in love but I, I'm sorry <laughs> that was me bragging about getting to hug Alexis it's fine we love to name drop here <laughs> we love to do that <laughs> anyway so and also she's just such an amazing writer and mm-hmm. um, I love her books yeah absolutely uh uh you had me out Hala and a lot like adios oh. are just like forever faves mm-hmm. I love that she also is obviously super in love with fan fiction mm-hmm. a, lot, um, a lot like Adios has so much fan fiction in it she is a super fave but aside from that um um yeah absolutely um they their views are for readers um we like there are a lot of things that we just cannot change, but at the same time, I mean, I want to know if what I'm writing is, you know, offensive or mm-hmm. if, uh, um, if I am, yeah, I mean, I, I, that, that, that is important. Like I, I need, like, I'm, I'm totally okay with being called out for, yeah, uh, for things like that. But if someone does just doesn't like the book, um, I think it's just not my job to like, you know, um, 
convince them to like the right. book you know it, it's yeah. it's really like it's their opinion and they're sharing it with other readers and it should be their own space right so exactly oh the internet which oh. is something that b the main character in love on the brain is very accustomed with um you mentioned twitter uh, mm-hmm. the main character b uh has an anonymous twitter account almost um yeah all about uh Marie Curie which is so fun and such a fun aspect of those like not quite pop culture references but just like the mixed media aspect of it Mm -hmm. um which brings in a little you've got mail (laughs) tie-in um totally I love that trope Uh, um I feel like I've read it so much this year and I was like because it's a that's a you've got mail is based on a musical which is based on a movie that's my husband's favorite movie, The Shop Around the Corner. I had no idea. Oh, my oh God. yeah. It's a Hungarian Christmas movie. And my father-in-law what? is Hungarian. So my husband grew up watching it every year. And I then, love that. Um, the musical. Oh, gosh. Oh, why is the musical escaping me? Um, Jane Krakowski was just in the revival of it a couple of years ago on Broadway. I love her so much. Oh, she's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I love her. Um, well, that'll come to me. I'll link it in the show notes if I remember. It okay. The <laughs> but then I had that- no idea. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I always only ever knew that about like you got mail with, uh, you know, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I thought that was how it started. I love that. I love that. I have to look it up. This is going to bother me. (laughs) Okay. You know what? I'm like that too. It's like, oh, I have it right there in my head and I don't know it. And like, I can't do anything. Oh, she loves me. There we go. She loves me. Okay. Yes. The musical, she loves me. It's delightful. Also has a little Christmassy aspect to it, but that's letters, not email. Mm -hmm. And then we have email with you've got mail. And now we've got Twitter with love on the Um, but do you share, it seems like you share a lot in common with B, um, in the sense that she's kind of from all over. I know you've lived a bunch of different places and are now settled in the U S. Um, but was there any of your background that you wanted to share with B? Yeah. I mean, I think that there are some similarities. I, I have to say, I feel like it was a an important part of B as a personality trait is that she really feels like she doesn't have a home. Mm-hmm. She feels like, you know, she grew up so all over the place that um, um, she kind of doesn't belong anywhere. And that is really what informs her um, relationships and what informs the way she interacts with others. She just feels like, you know, because she doesn't belong anywhere, she will never belong anywhere and she will never have a, a home. Um, I have to say that uh, I I don't necessarily feel like I am the same. I I definitely like have a home. You know, I grew up yeah. in Italy and I was in Italy for the first you know two decades of my life. Um, I have lived around the, all all over the place, but it was mostly because um, of you know studying like mm-hmm. uh, do study abroad for any for one year and then I did like my masters in Germany, uh, my master's degree in Germany. But I I um. So that there are similarities there, but like also there are definitely like differences. I definitely feel like one of the things that other characters um, uh, call out before is that she has an avoid avoidant attachment style, which is, you know, this idea that she's just going to uh, distance herself from people before they can leave her or be- before they can um, kind of... Uh, um, distance themselves Mm -hmm. from her because she has this idea that 
like nothing can ever last. So everything is going to come to an end, might as well not even, you know, start a relationship. Uh, but I definitely think that I'm a little bit different from her in mm-hmm. that I am less, I have less trauma, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I have my own trauma, but you know, yeah, we all do. We it's all just, do, exactly. I, I just thought it was, I, I was trying to imagine what it would be like for her to be displaced so often and never really being able to make roots and so that very Mm -hmm. I think it was in the epilogue that very sweet moment at the end uh when the idea of a home is brought up I don't want to spoil it for Mm -hmm. anyone Um, totally yeah yeah no definitely I really wanted to kind of like you know I wanted it to be kind of like the defining trait for her the fact that you know she's afraid that she would never belong anywhere and she pushes people away because of that um, I just I feel like it's it's one of my favorite journeys to read for mm-hmm. my characters they're like um, kind of growing to understand uh, that there is uh, something out there for them just for them and a place where they will always be welcome and I kind of wanted to give this to her you know <laughs> because she's yeah. so broken at the beginning of the book definitely and such a competitive field and like you know, I feel really lucky that I work in a field that I I know when I walk into the room, for the most part, I'm going to be safe and mm-hmm. be surrounded by like-minded people and other women and LGBTQ and queer folks. Um, but in a male-dominated dominated field like bees, that can be very intimidating when you're already feeling a little rootless and not mm-hmm. having like uh, those people to lean on. Um, but speaking of favorite tropes to read or character journeys to read, what are some of your writing inspirations? Um, oh my God, there are so many. I mean, uh, I feel like, like I said, I, I just get really obsessed with yeah. a specific TV show uh, or a specific character. And then I just kind of think about that character 24 seven. Yeah. Let the imagination go. I love exactly. That. Yeah. And that's something I always did even before I started writing. Um, now I just kind of like use it. To yeah. Put- it's it's so funny to look back on the things that we did as like children and teenagers and how it informs what we do as adults because like I played with dolls way too long probably (laughs) but I just loved stories and bringing Mm -hmm. stories to life and um, I totally get getting hyper fixated on books and characters and tv shows and worlds Totally. It's so funny. I was on a panel with Kate Kate Claiborne, uh, again, uh, name dropping, but also another super amazing author. Her next book is just so good. But anyway, I was on a panel with her and I remember her saying that she grew up feeling like when a story is over, the story is over. Like when the book is Mm -hmm. done, the story is over and that is fine. And she respects it. Like she never had... uh, she was never tempted to seek out fan fiction because the story was done. And it's such a different, like I, I remember being in physical pain because pe- books that I loved were done mm-hmm. and I was done with the story. Um, I remember just not being able to deal because I was like, oh my God, like I cannot leave this world. Like I, this is, I just need to be back into that moment where you're you know totally engrossed in a story and mm-hmm. you feel like you are best friend with the characters I just have yeah. all these parasocial relationships with the characters <laughs> probably not <laughs> healthy, know, but I, I so get that because 
like I always say I'm not like an investigative journalist where like when you're waiting for the next book in a series to come out people are like what's going to happen what's going to happen I'm like well, I know that the author's going to tell me and I would rather just like live in the world with the characters and experience it with them instead of trying to figure it out. And I'm always like, I don't know if that makes me like a boring reader or like that I'm, it's just, I'm so invested in them as people that. Yeah, I think I'm right I, there with you though, because that's the, that's the beauty of fan fiction is that sometimes you just take these characters and you put them in a coffee shop, you put them in a flower mm-hmm. shop, you pretend that they are going on a road trip and it's not necessarily important to the overall plot, like the overarching plot of a story. It's really just about like being with the character and being with them. I guess maybe I didn't have enough friends growing up and so <laughs> book characters were my friends. I don't know. <laughs> I think we, I think every reader can relate to that. It's that Lori yeah. Gilmore quote where she's like, I live in two worlds and one is a world of books. And you know, that's just, I think everybody can relate to that. She, she truly captures <laughs> our essence. Yeah. So, okay. So obviously we know the inspiration behind the love hypothesis. Who did you like have any like specific actors or characters that you were picturing as your characters? You know, um, I have to say, you know, what's really funny is we we were talking about it this weekend because the cover of Love on the Brain, uh, we gave a specific actor as uh, as the inspiration and uh, um, I feel like whenever I ask people like or whenever you know me or my editor or someone is like try to guess who that guy was um uh people are just kind of like uh, I don't know I can't I can't say but then usually we say oh it's John Krasinski uh Jim oh, from the office and then they're I like oh him. yeah I see <laughs> no I love him so much. He was filming a movie right where I live. And I was like, if I ever see him, I don't know. Oh, God, I would. I would would poop myself. I'm like, oh, my God. It's I was so deep. But like at the time that was 2020, I had never watched The Office before. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. I I just kind of didn't grow up with it. You know, growing Mm. up in Italy, I I think it never even aired in Italy. I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it it's feels like very maybe, American humor. Yeah, <laughs> I guess maybe, or maybe, maybe it did air and it just wasn't on my radar. I, I'm not, I'm really not sure, but I can tell you that it was just, I didn't know anything about it. But um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I just kind of started watching it because I was like, you know, it's, it's time. Uh, everyone tells me how good it is. And I, I started it and I was so deep in my Jean Pam feelings. Oh, yeah. It's a good bingeable show. I really oh, don't know yeah. if I would have been at, I watched it on Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have been as invested um, watching it week to week, but I went to an all girls Catholic school and every year there was a group of girls who dressed up as Jim and Dwight and like everybody from the office. I love this. I love this. <laughs> This is amazing. Was, I want to see those, those pictures. Honestly. I will, I'll try to find some. I'll DM them to you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I um, I definitely was in my John Krasinski appreciation phase when I was writing. <laughs> and then, I mean, of course, you know, when you're writing, you change details and uh, like you just kind of, you know, create a new character from whatever character you're into. But 
that that's where I was at mentally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the best parts and then add your own little flavor to it. And there we go. Exactly. Everybody that's swoons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what are you most excited about for people to take away from love on the brain? You know, I just hope people spend a couple of good hours reading it. Mm. Like that's, uh, I know like, uh, um, I know I always feel like, um, you know, of course I try to put, you know, uplifting themes in the books, mm-hmm. but really for me, reading has been such a good uh, um, kind of like escapism uh, activity. It's It's yeah. been just such a, a good way of taking my mind off of, uh, you know, struggles that I've had during the pandemic and then afterwards uh, and like my huge anxieties I'm a super anxious person so and and like that moment what I'm reading is that moment where um it kind of all goes away and I'm just Mm -hmm. happy and I'm there with the characters uh the book that I'm reading right now it's just like for example I don't know I was I was on planes all of yesterday and I was reading uh On the Hustle by Adriana Herrera I also love her she's fantastic she I love everything about her and I love her books too (laughs) and I was reading this book and I have to say that like reading the book just it was almost like I you know the stress of being on a plane and the plane Mm -hmm. is delayed and there are turbulences you know like the stress of flying yeah it was almost like I wasn't even flying because I was Mm -hmm. reading this amazing book and I was with the characters and I was falling in love with these characters and uh um, that's kind of what that's what I hope for people who pick up the book to, that they have like some some uh, um, nice couple of hours uh, where you know everything everything else fades away and yeah. uh, they can be happy and you know I've had one of something that I really love is when uh, there are people who you know come to a signing or write me a dm and are like hi i'm a woman in stem and i read your book and uh, you know i felt seen or it really connected and uh, i felt like spoken to and that really makes me super happy like i really feel like that is just such an extra level mm-hmm. of uh, oh my god i cannot believe that someone read something i was writing and thought that it was uh, um you know, and that it was something that was relatable. Like it just makes me want to cry. <laughs> I want to say, yeah. but um, even if it's just literally, if it's just like you know, three hours of entertainment, that is more than I ever thought I would provide for people. So I know I can't imagine. Like it's probably so wild to like think, oh my gosh, like this goes out into the world and people are reading it. <laughs> it's truly, it's amazing. I, I mean, it's kind of like that same feeling when you post post uh, uh your first fan fiction online mm-hmm. you're like there's probably someone who's like 500 miles away and who's reading this maybe right and they know? searched specifically for this and that's what they needed at this moment and they could love it exactly exactly yeah. it's oh. just such a <laughs> I don't know and I always feel so grateful like because you know time is uh, such a valuable thing Mm -hmm. and uh, people are spending their very precious time that they could be spending doing you know other things just with characters I created it's such an honor Um, oh Allie I love you you're just like a a reader and like a fangirl just like the rest of us (laughs) yeah I think it's because I it's it's so important to like this I don't know I think it's because characters and stories have been so important to me 
I'm just yeah constantly in love <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right well one final question for you is there anything that you're working on right now that you can tell us about so I don't know what I can say but like literally today my today like this very August 1st day yeah. <laughs> it's August 1st the day that we're recording this. yes <laughs> I don't know when it will come out but we are um my friend Jen and I are starting our writing boot camp and I'm she's writing her debut novel and uh, what well, what hopefully will be a debut no- novel and I'm writing my book four and we're gonna have to do it's basically like you know NaNoWriMo yeah um, well we, I know, I'm, I'm trying to finish my first manuscript so now I'm oh like oh, I think I'm gonna have to check this out <laughs> okay well like it's sadly it's not November so I don't think that is like the official nano but we're gonna try to write you know the same amount of work with yeah. the words which is I think uh, 16 like, yeah 1600 or something yeah today. which you know it, it doesn't feel like a lot but some days it's a lot <laughs> yeah exactly and you're like some days oh you're like God. did I get to a thousand <laughs> <laughs> someday I'm like oh I've been writing for five hours I probably wrote seven million words and then check work count to 23 yeah it's like <laughs> excuse me yes um so I'm actually you know writing my fourth book uh, and I literally we like I am just really really excited about it and I want to talk about it with people but it hasn't been approved yet uh, by my editor so I'm (laughs) like I don't want to um be that person who's like yes. oh yeah so my next we totally understand that that in a circus and then it's like <laughs> it's actually about you know two pilots and it's really different so um so yeah I, I think I can't say anything about it but that's fine well we have lots to look forward to <laughs> I hope so I hope so <laughs> well thank you so much for your time today Allie this has thank been you. so special love on the brain is out everywhere August 23rd I believe yeah Ye- love yes on- yes Sounds right. right. <laughs> Love on the Brain is out August 23rd. We'll have it linked in our show notes. And thank you so much again, Allie. Oh my God. Thank you. It was so nice to meet you. You as well. Thank you again to Allie and Berkeley for joining me. This is always so special. And I know they say that every interview, but I always have to pinch myself that This is what I get to do with my life. So Love on the Brain is available everywhere. Love on the Brain is available everywhere now. It's a great book to soak in the last days of summer and transition into that back-to-school mode as fall approaches. Ashley will be back with me next week. I promise she will. And thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.